you want to give love to the city, that's a fact. But you're going to need help if you want to make an impact. Well endowed, you want to be well endowed with the Edmonton community. Things really happen when you find that you're well endowed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Well Endowed Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Bonkink. And I'm Andrew Paul. This podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation, and we are a proud affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Edmonton is full of generous donors who've created endowment funds at ECF. These funds generate money to support charities in Edmonton and beyond. On this podcast, we share stories about how these funds help strengthen our community, because it's good to be well endowed. On this episode, we speak to members of Rarica Now, a not-for-profit organization here in Edmonton that supports LGBTQ2S plus refugees. They offer everything from a welcoming hug to finding shelter, clothing, and navigating legal needs. Just a heads up, some of the content discussed may be difficult for some listeners. Our guests were open-hearted as they shared their emotional and lived experiences, which include violence and loss. While there are no graphic descriptions, some events and feelings are stated as a matter of fact. We are grateful for the opportunity to share this discussion and appreciate the emotional work each of our guests provided to help us better understand their experience. Yes, Chris, Kino, and Fabian joined us in studio and generously shared their stories. We're using first names only in this episode, and to begin our chat, I asked each of them to introduce themselves. I'm Chris Adebayo, and I'm the founder of Radica Now. I'm Kino. I'm a member of Arika now. I'm from Jamaica. I'm Fabian, also a member of Arika now, and I'm also from Jamaica. So we're here today with Rarica Now, an organization that's helping LGBTQ refugees and newcomers. Um, they often provide activities in the Pride Center, but they are a newly formed organization or a fairly new, newly formed organization. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, why they're needed and um, some of the help that they're providing. So, Chris, can you tell us why a group like this is needed in Edmonton? Based on uh, my lived experience and other LGBTIQ refugees lived experience. Um, we need like resources and uh, um, designated support for newcomers and refugees. Um, the work uh, we do is revolutionary and it is life-changing work. Radica now is needed in Edmonton, and not only in Edmonton, but in Canada and the rest of the world. A number of LGBTIQ refugees in camps, uh, uh, their rights are uh, violated. Um, some of the LGBTIQ refugees that uh, we work with, with Radica now, have uh, lived experiences. Families have been, their families have disowned them. Um, they've lost everything they've had and they had to start fresh. And uh, I believe they deserve to be had and I believe they deserve to have access to resources as they need and they deserve to have information of uh, their settling down and help because I think they're running from violence. They should find peace. They should find a place where 
they can call home and that is why Rarika is really much needed than even ever before and should be deserved to be supported. So one of the, the issues that affect um, LGBTQ refugees in particular is the ability to prove your refugee claim. Is that correct? Is this one of the areas that you're working with? Yes, because most of us who work with LGBTQ refugees, the staff have lived experience and uh, are board members. Um, we uh, go through the refugee paperwork, connect, find support documents, reach out to our home countries because those support documents are needed. Some require us to uh, pay, look for money to pay to collect the documents, and we do that. Uh, some uh, require us to find lawyers. So we fundraise and find uh, legal uh, aid for our members, um, help them tr like uh, practice, uh, go through their stories over and over again, and uh, get them ready for their hearing, and uh, also be a home uh, family for them, look for supporting documents, uh, you know, uh, advocate in you know all the LGBTIQ organizations and uh, get their refugee claim and also look into laws in countries where they come from and connect all that, build all that and get a really strong case for them. This is a really important need I think um, for people who are coming to a new country have um, new experiences here in Canada have to acclimate to our climate as well as our, you know, our social environment, and then navigate through the legal system. So I think this is a really great support. Would either one of you like to share your experience with the group? My name is Kino. I'm from Jamaica. Um, my experience here in Edmonton, in Canada, um, it is good for me coming from a country that hate gays, hate the LGBTIQ. Um, my experience, I've been through a lot in Jamaica. Um, I lost my boyfriend back home. He got 28 shots because he was gay. Um, I was mobbed in Jamaica. I was beaten. I have bruise on my body to show that I was definitely been through a lot. <clears throat> Unfortunately, my mom accepted me and my dad, but it was still not good being in that country. I wish that as a gay, I wish that they would escape that country. It is violent. It is not nice. I lost my job because I'm a gay. Um, being here in Canada, I've got a lot of support from Marika. No. Um, they have support me mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, <clears throat> I've, got a I've got help with legal aid support. Um, they are my family right now, to be honest. I love them so much. Uh, 
I've been through so much. I lost my dad, I lost my mom, I lost my boyfriend, everything in one. So it's an hard it's it's so hard for me, but I'm strong, so never give up. Uh I've won my hearing and this is where the work begins. I will always work for people like me because I've been through so much, so I know what it is to be a gay. I know mental health is not, you have to be strong. If you're not strong, you can commit suicide, but you have to be strong. But Rarika, it is a number one group that support LGBTI. They support us so well. And I will, I am committed to that group right now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. I know how emotional that was, and um, it's so great to hear that there is support for you. Yeah. Did you want to add something? My name is Fabian again. Uh, my claim has not, uh, I haven't gone through with my claim as yet. It's probably next year that I will have my hearing. But since I've been in Canada, or since I came here, like, Rarika was my go-to. Like, it has been the foundation. It has been what has been guiding me here. Uh, it's been like my home, away from home, even though I'm running from home, but this, it has been like the rock for me thus far. Uh, they've, like I have something to look forward to, I have meetings, it's like a family, stuff like that. So I'm like really grateful for all the work and I have been working with uh, Chris on a lot of the projects too and it just feels good to see all the good stuff that's going on and seeing other people like myself that's going through the same things so it's like it's one of the best things and it has been my best time in life has been the time that I've been here in Canada and having Rarika by my side. Yeah. So it's become your community? It has become my community. Um, so other than, uh, are they currently helping you with your legal challenges as well? Yes. My legal challenges are being addressed by Rarika right now. So what are the greatest needs that Rarika has at this time? We need financial support and we need uh, uh, operational support for our staff and members because all of them are doing the work uh, voluntarily and uh, passionately. Um, um, giving space for others. Like one successful uh, claim, just like Kino said, uh, has actually opened up doors to help others. Excuse me, we need support with transportation and uh, also still looking for a big office. We're operating under uh, in a basement, just a basement room that we're operating. Uh, we need a big office. Um, we need mental health support. We've been able, we've been able to, in our advocacy, to find uh, uh, physicians, family doctors who are willing to take on all our members, which is incredible, and which is life changing. And that is uh, from McEwan Health Center. Um, most of the challenges that we face is identity, 
and uh, work permit, applying for work permit, because those all of those require a fee that we have to pay. We need um, support for uh, you know attaining like refugee documents and uh, you know having like food, clothes. Uh, like winter gears, like it is winter and it's completely not <laughs> good weather for us. Yeah, um, like winter gears. Um, um, but more like uh, we desperately need financial support and financial aid for for our community to move forward and to easy the work that uh, we are doing, yeah. And maybe supporting our activities, our programs, yeah. How many people are meeting with you on a regular basis? We have like 70 members right now. And uh, we often meet at Pride Center like every, these past two months, we've been meeting every Sunday and uh, we've been having over uh, 30 to 35 people coming in, you know. And we, we're we going to go back to our bi-weekly meetings where we meet every second and last Sunday of the month. Mm -hmm. Yes, but the group has over 70 members. Like 70 is a large number. I don't think it, a lot of people recognize that this is such a need here in Edmonton. And clearly you guys have found each other and have created a, a niche, which is, which, which is really great. Um, so can you guys talk to some of the things that you've been doing since you've gotten together? Ah, we, <laughs> we have done a lot. Right now we are trying to get housing for these refugees who are coming in from across the world within Edmonton, shelter, because it's so hard coming in, not having any family and nowhere to stay. We, we won't like them to stay in a shelter you know we like to get where them. it's not necessarily yeah. safe yeah it is not safe so we are trying our best to organize and to get shelter for these people um, we tried our best to give these people mental support that is the key um, food clothes it's cold as Chris um, we do a lot of activities going around. You know, we we call to to find out if they're okay, if they're fine. Do you have food to eat? Where are you right now? How is your health? Yeah, that's what we do right now. Yeah, and and a lot of that is needed because uh, many individuals are can't work when they first arrive. No, yeah, that's correct. Just to add on that, uh, some of the activities that we've uh, organized. We have organized the first ever transgender march, uh, march and transgender Dove Remembers, which we brought the community, which brought the community together, and strengthened our collaborations and partnership as our mission states. And uh, um, we have organized like family barbecues. So we've like organized, you know, dance, you know, enjoyed ourselves. We have uh, um, organized with like ed you know educational workshops. So we visit 
oftentimes we visit universities and uh, tell them about our work, uh, tell the students who are in the settlement area who are studying immigration, you know, consultant and uh, settlement studies. We tell them the specific needs LGBTIQ refugees need and tell them how, you know, challenges and how they're supposed to handle us. We've uh, worked with our Bata Health Services. We uh, organized a queer-to-peer queer to peer, um, uh, group where we've met with, uh, uh, opened our doors for the youth from 16 to 24. So we've been meeting regularly. We've, you know, created that space. We've, you know, shared our experiences with them. And um, we have also, uh, we had an open house recently where we fundraised uh, and uh, we bought like stakeholders, community stakeholders together who make actually decisions, politicians, everyone was invited and everyone was there. Um, yeah, we also made a long road to peace documentary where we interviewed half a dozen of LGBTIQ refugees who share their experiences and stories. We partnered with Lady Kitty Production, who helped uh, film the the documentary and uh, produced it. And that is in, through like our awareness campaign. We have managed to step in and stop campaign stopping deportation of transgender refugees, of our members who who are being deported. And we've managed to step out. We have managed to uh, at least campaign for two of them which have been successful. Um, one is not successful, you know, still work is going on and, you know, others still come up and build up. We've seen a large number of uh, refugees from Toronto who have moved here and have acquired, uh, have asked for support with Radica. We're working with, I think, three of them, newcomers from, actually, yeah, refugees from Toronto who have come here to access, you know, the supports that we have, yeah. So if someone's just hearing about you for the first time, how do they reach out to you and connect with you, whether they're LGBTQ or if they just want to help out? Okay, so if someone wants to reach out to us, uh, we you can access us through the Pride Center. Uh, you can also access us on the Rarikano website, email, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're on all those platforms. We're all around. So whichever works for you, you can find us. That's great. And hopefully um, people will reach out to you to, for a little bit of help or helping you. Either way would be great. Yes, we have a lot of people who reaches out. So we're also grateful for that. Now, you mentioned a documentary. Where can people find the documentary? Uh, the documentary is online on the platform of uh, Lazy Kitten Production, and it is also uploaded on Amazon. It's called A Long Road to Peace. And we often, when we table at different events, we have DVDs, so they can also uh, get the DVDs and watch the documentary. And because we want people to see the documentary, we want people to 
to hear the stories. Uh, anyone can come and ask for a DVD and say, I want to watch it, but please bring it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they bring it back, you know? Yeah, so. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add that you think people should know about your group, your organization, how they can help you? Well, um, for help, any help is help. Um, it doesn't have to be financial support. It doesn't have to be anything, anything monetary or anything like that. Uh, like help, like if you want to just come and talk to us, volunteer, like it doesn't matter. Like any amount of help is help because probably what someone is lacking is exactly what you have to offer. And that's probably a hug. So we take free hugs too. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. So if somebody's out there and they're, you know, on their own and not found you guys yet, what what kind of words of support can you give them? Um, first, I want them to know that uh, we we will find them. We are home for them and we are family for them and uh, I want them to know that uh, we share the same lived experience and uh, our doors are completely widely open for them. Um, I want also them to know that um, um, there is a home there is a beautiful uh, a community behind them. Even if they haven't seen us, we are around and we are, we'll be by their side. We will fight for them. We will advocate for them, even in their absence. And we'll pave way for them. By the time they find us, uh, things will be better and much much more better and uh, we have a lot of love to give to them yeah what I would like to say um, anyone out there as an LGBTIQ plus refugee or not the Rarika now is here for you we're here as a family for mental, physically, and emotionally support. The doors are open. We're helped to help all of you. Food, clothes, shelter, whatever. The love is here. You have traveled so far from across the world to seek freedom, peace, love. That's what Rarika now is here for you. So no matter where you are or who you are, the support is here for you. To anyone out there who hasn't found us yet, we just want you to know that if you've traveled here and you feel like you have no one, like if you come here, you find home. If you feel like if you feel like you need like backbone that spinal support we have it if you want someone to fight for you it's right here yeah we'll support you
I want to thank you guys all for being here and sharing your stories. I know how tough that was, and I uh, really appreciate the work that you're doing. I, um, you know, in Vital Signs, we've looked at a few things in the past with LGBTQ, and we looked, we've looked at newcomers and refugees. You've just um, articulated the intersectionality of the difficulty of being both of those things here in here in Canada. So thank you so much again for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you to Chris, Kino, and Fabian for sharing their experiences and for their work in welcoming and supporting LGBTIQ2S plus refugees. As you heard, they have a lot of activity going on. If you'd like to reach out to them for support or to offer help, you can find them at raricanow.org. That's R-A-R-I-C-A now dot O-R-G. Rarica Now partners with many organizations in order to provide the support they do, including the Edmonton Pride Festival, APIRG, and Alberta Health Services, just to name a few. Be sure to check out their partner listings on their site to learn about more organizations that are providing support for the LGTBIQ2S plus community. We'll have all the links to their website and social media in our show notes. Don't underestimate how much a hug can help. Well, listeners, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in and sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, be sure to share it with your friends. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are a big help, and it's always great to hear your feedback. You can also follow us on Facebook, where you can share your thoughts and see some pics. Thanks again for tuning in. We've been your hosts, Elizabeth Bonkink and Andrew Paul. Until Until next time. The Well Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation and is an affiliate member of the Alberta Podcast Network. The show is edited by Lisa Pruden. You can visit our website at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter at the ECF. Our theme music is by Octavo Productions. And as always, don't forget to visit Edmonton Community Foundation at ecfoundation.org. Well Endowed.